What a weird and wonderful week it's been in cricket since the last time we talked on this podcast. It was a two-day test match. A team's bought at 15 and Pakistan lost 3-0 at home to England. Plenty to talk about on this episode. Um, and my partner, or my, my partner, but my co-host <laughs> has been a bit unwell, but he's, uh, he's shown a very good commitment to be here tonight, Nash. Um, hello to you and hello to our listeners. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. How are you, Nash? I'm good. Hello, Shabal. Hello to our listeners. And um, yeah, what a cricket field um cricket filled december it has been um mm. cricket filled holidays and um yeah good cricket being played all around teams getting 15 all out you know but i wouldn't um, call that good cricket. england <laughs> england winning in pakistan or pakistan losing um at home you know getting white washed in india doing india things in test match in in the asian subcontinent it's just um good to see so much cricket and obviously the boxing day is upon us yeah and really looking forward to a jam-packed day of cricket over the christmas yes i thought in this episode we'd preview and start off with previewing the boxing day test match australia and south africa i know there's another one between pakistan and new zealand but i thought we would look at australia south africa um before we touch on that, the Gabba pitch, it was a, a debate of ours um, over the weekend. Uh, it did get the below average rating. So for, for the listeners, you can look at the YouTube channel, Crip Blog TV, and you can see our debate that we had, I think it was on Sunday night. So it was the, the same It was day almost an test... argument. <laughs> the same day that the test ended. So, so my view was it needed to be, there needs to be a balance between bat and ball. Nash, I don't think you had any issue with it. But it did get the below average rating. What did, what did you think when you saw that? Yeah, look, I, I, I always it wasn't it wasn't the best of pitches. Um, but it wasn't definitely wasn't the worst of pitches. I've I've seen way worse. Um, I've seen way worse too. But it doesn't make it. But look, uh, but in the end, one. I think that's my whole my whole point was Test cricket is just that Test cricket, and it it needs to be that. So no matter what pitch, no matter what so... conditions. Yourself. So when you say so when you say it needs to be test cricket, is it test cricket when one discipline has got it a lot, a lot, a lot easier than the other discipline? So is it a t- is it a it, test of the it, bowlers? It, but it's bound to happen. You know, it, it's it it's a perfect reflection of life itself. That I'm getting a bit philosophical here, but it's a perfect <laughs> reflection of life. Like Ooh. you know, the first the first four hours of your day would be perfect. You know, they'll be really good quiet nice relaxed and the you know next four hours or next five hours might just be hectic and you don't know what you're doing you get panicked and that's 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 exactly like test cricket you know um one side doing better than the other one you know the the pitch or the conditions favoring uh the bowling better than the batting or that's always going to be the case wherever you go um you can't like uh, there there have been so a few tests in the last few years that have really been that balanced wherever you go um whether it's south africa whether it's england whether it's australia whether it's india anywhere um and, and that's what i mean like it, it, test cricket people try to find the, the what's the right balance people keep asking this question what is the right balance i don't think i don't i think we need to look past that i think we need to look past the right balance in test cricket and we need to focus on the skill and just purely the skill of well, let's say on, on a day but and and, okay, and I, completely that. I completely understand that what i'm saying is oh, we need to 
accept that on one given day, on one given pitch, one skill, let's say it's bowling, is going to do better than batting. And that's when a batsman need to step up. Because after that, the sun again rises and the there'll be a there'll be a there'll be a day when the batsmen are doing really well and the bowlers need to step up so when the batsmen are doing well when the batters are doing well i i have hardly seen you know that many arguments saying oh the ball you know the pitch needs to do to have something for the bowlers oh Raul um, pindi recently there was definitely that that there was yeah, plenty of talk about that. that's what i'm saying there there has uh, that's what i'm saying there has been those arguments but not as many as there are in batsmen's favor than there are in bowlers favor um, is what I'm saying. Like we have, as as I said the other day, we have seen so many test matches when we were growing up, just flat pitches, team scoring 600, batting over, you know, two and a half days, three days. And, you That's, know, bowlers yeah. are finally, you know, coming up with wobble seam and different this and that. And you can't, you know, England bowled seriously well. Ollie Robinson bowled really well in, in Pakistan. And, you know, he made the best use of the conditions that he was served with. So, you know, that, it's, easier said than, it's easier said than always. There's a lot of uneven bounce, and you're up against 140k plus bowlers. Yeah. So, but I think if that if that test match went to the third day, it, you would have seen it even more extreme. So, yeah. by the by the time the the second day, the second evening was there in Australia, we're crawling into towards that target of 30. It was just all over the place. But it's balls, but, balls uh, were just uh, trampolining over the keeper's head, and it was just. It, there's nothing wrong with the bowlers having something, but not 34 wickets in two days. And some of the batting, I agree, was a bit poor. I'm not denying that. But it was just, it was just, um, yeah, it was just, because the, the, the problem was, and it was similar to that abandoned match in the Sheffield Shield last season. I don't know if you remember this, yep. where there was yep. moisture in the pitch, created divots, and the game was abandoned, I think, on the first or second day, whenever it was. Something similar here in the sense that the moisture caused divots and then those divots, the ball was just taken off or shooting through low. So, for example, Nokia bowled a short one to Steve Smith. He went to pull it because it's a short ball, but it went up to waist height. Um, So there was a lot of variable bounce. So that's my that's my take on it. And and that's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's it's my my whole... um, outlook on that is it that's absolutely fine if there's variable bounce it's up to the batsman's skill batsman's talent and batsman's reading of the game and the conditions on how to survive that and sometimes they will survive like travis head did you know he, he scored 80 like and that that's that's his skill and that's his reading of the situation and awareness of the game yeah. and that's what i'm saying is when when it comes to spin playing spin in india it's up to how you play because you know I, I did not absolutely get the argument when England was playing in India that oh it's it's spinning with pitches. Joe Root scored a double hundred, um, you know, in Sri Lanka in India, on those sorts of pitches. So he, what's what's keeping other batsmen, other batters from doing that? You know, it's uh, that that's what I don't that's what I don't understand is yeah Joe Root is 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 elite like it, it was a it was a nice all. it was a nice wicket that he got the double hundred on at chennai yeah I think but it was. was it was still spinning it wasn't like spinning cobras it was wasn't like turning square but it was still you know favoring the no i get what you're saying look yeah i agree um, with you that i do agree in the sense that test cricketers now need to dig in a little bit more and the the amount of white cricket they've got is that they've lost that appetite for fighting it out so you, you do make a good point 
Yeah, because now last 10 years as, as stats and as we have seen, it 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 has been bowler. Um, you know, bowlers have stepped up. It, yeah. it, it's it's a bowler friendly last 10 years in test cricket, and that's where the batters now need to step up and you know show yeah. what they have got. Yeah, I agree with you there. So moving on to Boxing Day, it was a very spicy wicket last year. Uh, what are you feeling this year? What what, what are you thinking? Because I, I said in the uh, the aftermath of the first test that I'm not going to count South Africa out just yet. If there's a special inning somewhere from somebody, you know, get 250, 280, 300 on the board, anything is possible with that attack. No. I think, look, I think I think Australian bowling it as is, is just too good for the South African batting at the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, You know, South African batting it looks... It doesn't it's inexper- look that strong. It's, in, it's inexperienced. It's inexperienced. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And 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 there's some serious talent, you know, in that batting lineup. Don't get me wrong, but the, the Australian bowling attack is just relentless. You know, they keep coming at you, whether it's you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Josh Hazelwood, whether it's Scott Boland, and that you know, whether it's Mitchell Stark, Cam Green, Nathan Lyon. I mean, it's just one after the other, and that's where that actually brings me to my question of of this episode: Is mm. Scott Boland or Josh Hazelwood? Oh, who do you go with? Big question. I think there'll be riots in Melbourne if uh, Scotty B is not playing. But and, I, I, and, I, and do you think? Do you think? And sorry, just before you answer, yeah. do you think? That's where the Australian team management need to think about the ashes coming up because this is perfect time for you know someone like Josh Hazelwood to, to take it to take it easy basically um you know get get in get prepared for the ashes uh there's the yeah. big India tour coming up as well because Scott Boland let let's face it as good as he, he is Scott Boland will be pointless in India. In in my I opinion, say that. I, I, I would rather prefer that. having Josh Hazelwood than Scott Boland in India. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that in the sense that he'll be of no use. I think he might get a game there because he hits the pitch, and he's a different sort of bowler to Hazelwood. He sort of hits this. He bangs it into the pitch really hard. If there's any variable bounce there, he's very very good at exploiting that. And he's, I feel he's the kind of ball who can get the ball to move in the air too uh, when it's reversing. But um, I think in this test, you look at, I think Josh Hazelwood doesn't have the best of records at the MCG. He's got a, an average in the high 30s. Scott Boland's been there and thereabouts in the MCG for many years in Sheffield Shield. He has a great average in the mid-20s at the MCG in first-class cricket. And that's when you've got very flat pitches. Uh, so now you're probably going to get a pitch that's got something in it again and I think the thing is as well, you get Hazelwood fit and ready for Sydney. So it gives Hazelwood some extra time so you can play, even if you want to rest Stark, for example, for for Sydney, because Stark has played every game. So then you can rest Stark for Sydney and play Hazelwood there um, and just gives Hazelwood that extra bit of time because, yeah, you might need him in India in February. So that's what I would do. I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Australia should stick with Scott Boland for the um, for the remainder of the series, and unless mm. he gets injured, but I think he can't he, can't leave yeah. him out of the side. He's just bombing. Yeah, he's so he's earned well his play. Like... He's earned his place after yeah, playing yeah. years and years of domestic cricket. He's earned his place after you know performing tremendously well in in Test match as well. So yeah, you know he's he's their man for now, and I think yeah. I think um I think I think he they will go with him for now. Yeah. So how do how do you think this this match will go? So um. 
you know, that they reckon that there will be something in the wicket, maybe not as much as last year. It's what, I, what I've been reading. Um, what are we thinking? Look, I think it will be a, I think it will be an easy game for Australia. Um, we can see, I, I can predict a couple of hundreds from the Australian batting lineup and not much resistance from the South African batting lineup. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty easy prediction at the moment. Um, like you keep saying, there has to be one beginning from the South African lineup somewhere. Um, I don't. I just don't think that's that's coming anytime soon. You just never know. Um, I think as an Australian fan, I'm a bit haunted by the India series here a couple of years ago, because when they were bowled out for thirty six, we all thought that the series is gone. When player after player went went down with injuries, we all thought the series was over. And look, I get it that India's a different beast at the moment. I get that, but you, you can't write anything off ever because yeah. as i said i don't think it'll be that easy for australia's batting i think the south africa pace attack is so good so yeah it just it's just a matter of south africa where they have enough runs whether they have enough runs they get to 5300 they're in the game if they if they did that at uh at brisbane where they get 180 or 200 in the first innings or get a little bit more in the second innings they could have made a real game of it but that pace attack they've got, they can really challenge Australia. Um, yep. I don't think it'll be as easy for Travis Head, for example. I think South Africa will be very clear in what they'll try to do to him. Uh, bowl very tight at the ribs, that armpit, give him no room, all that sort of stuff. Um, Australia definitely start as favourites. They've got more runs in them on paper, but I, I can't write off the Proteus. I just got that feeling that, that, that they'll fight back in a way and it'll be a, an interesting game. Weather's good as well. For the, yeah, for the, weather's, weather's lovely. Thank um, goodness for that. Melbourne's let us down. High, yeah, some high temperatures coming yeah, up uh, throughout the summer. And, so, yeah. Really no, I'm very interested in this test. I hope we summer. get, I hope we get, you know, good few days and a good even battle sort of throughout the game where it's ebbs and flows and, you know, it keeps you on the edge of your seat sort of, not sort of like a shootout that we saw at the Gabba. That's how I saw it. Um, so, look, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how it goes. Um, I think South Africa, they need to play. They need to make a change somewhere. So I think Marco Jansen at seven, I don't know if you agree with me here, Marco Jansen at seven is is one spot too high for him. Yep. I think they need someone there, maybe Wian Mulder coming in. He bowls seam, but the question is going to be who they leave out. It might be Lungi Ngidi, which is harsh on him. He's having a great yep. year, but you've got to look at how you're going to strengthen that batting lineup because Jansen at seven is too high. So yeah, you... I think I think you're right. I think they need some um, resistance in that number seven spot. Yes, uh, they need they need someone to sort of almost bat with the tail end tail enders and um, you know take try and take the game away yeah. from Australia in in those last five wickets. Yeah, and if they can do that, get some handy runs here at the at the at the, at the uh, tail end. You never know what can happen. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for the for the Boxing Day test. I hope it's a good one. Looking forward yeah, to it. Absolutely. I am going to be very, very full of food by the time boxing by the time oh, boxing yeah. day comes. Absolutely. I've Christmas my, Eve, I've Christmas, got, and then I've got my uh my in-laws for lunch on Christmas Day. I've got my parents coming over f- for Christmas dinner. I'm so, I'm in trouble. So, so oh, it's yep. gonna, it's gonna be good. Lovely. Um Pakistan. What the hell is going on with them? How can England beat them three nil? 
Um, I know you're very big on Pakistan losing rather than England winning, but it's six tests now for Pakistan, I think, without a win at home. When you go back to that Australia series, what's going on with Look, them? I'll, I'll, still, I'll still keep saying Pakistan are losing because, look, we all know what Pakistan are capable of. But I three think, times in a row. I think they're series. just... No credit to England. They they have they haven't unlocked the full potential of that of that squad, um, Pakistan. And yeah, I don't I don't have any um, any more answers than that to be honest. Because you know with that sort of the with that sort of batting lineup, um, they we have seen all of them perform at at, at various times. They just all need to you know perform all together at once. Um, in a test match, and that's that's why I keep saying that Pakistan are losing because some some may misinterpret my my sent I mean my um what I'm saying, but why I keep saying that is because you know um let let's let's take for example um the second test in Multan, um you know they mm. got England out for two eighty one, mm. you know um Abrar yeah. Ahmed got got a seven for, um. You know, they were two for 142, Babar Azam and Saad Shaquille playing really well. And their Babar Azam fall and it's, it's uh, that's where the domino effect starts. And it's just, you know, bang, 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 five wickets on the trot. And yeah, one, they end up eight for 169, nine for 172 and 202 a lot. And that's why that I keep was, saying that. That was there the time when they lost. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. And, and, and someone like Mohamed Rizwan or Mohamed Nawaz, I... <sighs> There's just has to be some resistance in that lower order because that's why I keep saying that they it's Pakistan who keep losing because they are in those winning positions. You know, they are they do get in that not winning positions, but stronger positions in a test match. And they just have to keep those stronger positions for a longer period of time. Agree with you there. Um, I do think that at some points that they definitely lost, like that second morning at Multan, some of the batting was just as I said before park level and then but but i do say a good credit to england i know i'm an aussie i shouldn't do that but the Raul pindi test and the the the, the manner in which england approached it they only thought about winning and ended up doing it so they play very attacking cricket i'm interested to see how it goes next year they go to new zealand in uh, feb i think it is two test matches there then to the ashes later in the year two good bowling attacks they're going to be up against um, and I think, you know, you might get some helpful conditions in New Zealand, particularly on the first day against a very good bowling attack. Be very interesting to see how England go from an attacking batting point of view. Um, you know, because the blowtorch is going to be applied. Teams are going to do their homework against this team. Yep. And absolutely. And I think, I think, um, yeah, it's interesting what the, the the brand of cricket in England are playing at the moment, and um, it's great to watch. I, I'm I'm it, it, really enjoying it. Is, it is exciting so, to watch. It is yeah. exciting to watch, and um, it's just going to be how long they can sustain this for. Yeah. Uh, because as you said, teams are going to catch up. You know, some sometime or the other, and but it's also are, how teams to... uh, cope with the England attack because the England attack is going to be at you the whole time with Stokes as captain. Yeah. There's not going to be any. That's what I love about his captaincy. There's no let up. There's no yep, letting absolutely. the game drift or any of that stuff. He's at you all the absolutely. time. The thing with Joe Root, I remember there was... So I tweeted the Boxing Day test last year. England were in a good position in that test match. So I think they they batted first. They didn't get a big score, but they had Australia in, in, in some trouble. And then out of nowhere, he bowls Jack Leach from around the wicket to the left-hander and just gives easy singles away. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You just let go of all the pressure on a good bowling wicket. That's something Ben Stokes would never do. Said mm. at the time, Joe Root's captaincy is coming to an end because you cannot just let the game drift in a in a um, you know in a situation like that. And Ben Stokes does not do that, so that's going to be another thing that oppositions have to contend with. But um, no, it's been been great to watch. Yeah. And and it's going to be uh, you know two cracking test test matches in in New Zealand as well. You know New Zealand got a good attack. Um, Hopefully, Trent Bolt plays in those. Yeah, they certainly perform well yeah. at home as well, and it's going to be really interesting to see that dynamic between New Zealand and England after what you know after England unleashed um, their new style of play against New Zealand in England. What's what's, what's that? Um, I'm not called? using that word. I'm not using that word. <laughs> Stop getting me to use that word. Um, but yeah, so it's it's going uh, to be really exciting, and um, yeah, really looking forward to what what the next few months of Test cricket brings. I'm looking forward to it, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next few months of Test cricket as well. The Australia tour of India, I'm looking forward to that. So now that'll be fun. Um, speaking of India, speaking of Test cricket, uh, Umesh Yadav, brilliant today. Uh, not sure how much you've caught of it, Jadav Nadkat. His second test, his first in 12 years. Great to see. Yeah, great to see, but it was pointless. Um, what like, do you mean? like he bowled, he bowled well, but I still can't figure out why Kuldeep Yadav was dropped or why was he wasted oh, yeah, or why yeah, was yeah. he, you know. No, no, I, I didn't mean Jaydeep, Jaydeep Unatkar as pointless, but I mean <laughs> dropping Kuldeep Yadav just to play yeah, on the yeah, 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 is yeah, pointless. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Ultimately, whoever plays in that Indian bowling lineup, I know they are going to do well. Um, because yeah. that's that's just the kind of lineup that that is. Was, look, what I will say in that something in the in what I caught, um, it was quite a bit of bounce and movement for the seamers. So yep. it looked to be a decision that was justified as as well as called the bold. I feel sorry for him though. Yeah, you know? and, and that's yeah. I really, you know, you can't. I don't know how you can drop a man of the match from the last I know, test fight. I know. It's um, been like that with Kaldeep, hasn't it? He just sort of like picks up momentum and then he's out of the team. Yeah, and I, I feel for him. I do feel for him. Yeah. Absolutely. And and but you know what? All credit to Mominul Haq and the way he batted, he's he's all class at the moment. And um, team. they 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 have these sort of sudden bursts of talent and skill and you know good performances, but they're they're kind of like Pakistan as well, like they don't yeah. do it all together at once. Sort of, they played Yasir Ali at number three. I couldn't believe yep. it in the last test, and and left Mominal out. It just makes no sense to me. Mominal's still one of their better players, and he's been out of the side lately. But um, yeah, unfortunately for Bangladesh, I think uh, all of their top seven made double figures. Only one crossed uh, thirty. One, yeah. So yeah, just as you said. They don't do it for long enough. And that's always been a problem for Bangladesh. 22, 23 years of test cricket. It's been a consistent issue where they just haven't been able to do it long enough like the other teams. So, yeah. At the moment, the way things are panning, it looks like it's going to be an Australia-India World Test Championship final if, if things go the way they planned. But there's still a while to go. But the way it's going, I think India will win this test match, get those extra... Uh, percentage yep. points. Fingers crossed Australia uh, win the next two tests against South Africa and then Australia limit the damage in India and then we'll see what, what happens from there. That's, so I think I think that India versus Australia test series is going to prove very critical for 
for sure for a lot of teams to be honest absolutely um, a lot least, of teams at least for the keeping an eye on top that. yeah at least for the top teams who are in contention for the final yeah um it's it's going to be really fun to see how that how that series pans out and yeah, I, I'm just excited to see what teams bring on that tour. So moving away from the test matches, um, we'll finish off with, with some T20 action. Australia's women's team continues to do the business. Uh, 4-1 in India, superb achievement. Maybe a missed opportunity for India in a sense. They could have had another win uh, after that great win in that second game. But but I think India will look back at it with some good learnings and uh, and with that women's IPL coming up. They're gonna go from strength to strength. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that even that fourth fourth team, yeah. which was a, another close one. I think it was. India has India has had a few close, um, you know, matches in the last few months, and most of the times they've ended up on the wrong side. But um, um, you know, not being able to finish the job, and I think that's that the key. Will, will will do wonders for them, and you know, in getting that experience for that key critical moments in the game where you know you have to handle the pressure handle the nerves and you know get your team over the line and, and that's Spot where on. that IPL play playing I series you know tournament like IPL which is high stakes um against the best in the world will do wonders for these for these um players so you look at what the men's IPL did for the the men's game and the, and uh, you know the short format i think that the women's IPL is going to have that sort of similar impact for the indian team uh, where you're going to get a lot of players getting that great experience, mixing it with the overseas talent, but then getting that big game experience, as you said, and learning how to finish it off. So absolutely massive, massive year for India and also women's cricket in general, that that's going to be massive. It's just going from strength to strength. And we saw the crowds in this series it was really good to see. So yeah, the Australians, they make us feel very safe. This team, very safe. They, you know, it's great to watch just long may it continue. So we hope the women's IPL doesn't have too sudden an impact from an Indian perspective and Australia can still dominate. That's the key. <laughs> but no, it's great to see the team winning. I think it was just one loss across formats all year and that was a super over. So yep, stunning effort. And winning batting first, I think in India is not easy at this time of year with some dew around and all that. So credit to the girls. Superb stuff. Absolutely. Um, now, there's a new sensation in the Big Bash. Paddy Dooley. Tell me about him. This guy, I'm in love with this guy. You seen a bit of him? Yeah, I have. I was at the how, game. How good um, is he? Against, he against the Scorchers. He's Where he's is... he's seriously good. Um, I think he played for the Heats last year. He did. Um, in a, he did. in a few games, and um, but that's he only, where he only got in because he was, I think, COVID. Yeah, COVID replacement. Uh, when, when they assist. Um, Incredible. I think he's 25. So he's been around yeah, he's, playing uh, great cricket and all that. And yeah. he's got talent. He, he's seriously good. And he, you know, has a, has an interesting action and certainly in the white ball, um, shortest format, he's, he's going to prove uh, a really, you know, um, really key across the world. I think he's going to be that yeah, player I who goes so. around the world playing T20 cricket and certainly hoping that he gets an IPL gig as well when the when the auctions come around. I think he will eventually get a gig uh, in the IPL down the line and uh, his services will be highly sought after in T20 leagues around the world. I do believe he'll play for Australia one day, as could a few others in the Big Bash. Um, I've really been impressed with it, quite a few of the performances. You know, I want to see, I was talking to you about this maybe a few weeks ago that, you know, 
maybe that ODI series against England, that pointless one, was a chance to give some new players a chance. So, you know, with the cricket yep. calendar so packed, got an opportunity to give these guys a chance. And I'm talking about Nathan Ellis, and I'm talking, you know, there's this Matt Short for Adelaide Strikes. He's a very handy cricketer. Give him a chance in the future. And, you know, these yep. bilateral T20s that you play down the line, give these guys a chance because it's time to look at some some future uh, some future prospects and some new blood. Um, yep. That Paddy Dooley, Nathan Ellis, Henry Thornton now. What a bowler he is, you know. So there's some talent there. Um, Absolutely. It's just about, you know, really championing that and giving these guys a go. Yep. And I think I think um, Australia need to be bold with their with their selection in, in you know international T twenties as well. Agreed. To give go with the in, in preparation for the, yeah. for the the twenty twenty four World Cup, which is yep. in West Indies, New Zealand. Um they need no, to West be... Indies and USA. Sorry, West New Zealand. I don't know where that's a long, it's a long travel. It's a long travel yep. between guys. <laughs> West Indies and USA. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Australia, the team, the the selectors need to be preparing for that, and you know, growing out some new combinations. Um, Agree over the, over the next year or so. Hundred percent. So I'll be looking at this big bash very closely if I'm an Australian selector and thinking, hmm, this Paddy Dooley, for example, on those pitches in the Caribbean where they often yep. slow and turn, this guy's spinning it both ways and and spinning it a mile is hard to pick, and yep. his length is impeccable. So I'm looking at this guy. Um, you know, Henry Thornton. What about him? Sydney Thunder last week, all out for 15. <laughs> My brother was at that game, right? My brother was at the Did game. Did he get his refund? Did he get his, with his refund? Wife and, and they're like, his, his missus was like, it was so funny, but it was so good because I was freezing cold. I just wanted yep. to go home and the Sydney Thunder yep. helped. And it was a very late start. It was eleven it past was. 11 when Sydney Thunder started their innings. It's like, yep. oh no, when the game finished, but that game would have finished midnight. So it comes back to the scheduling as well. Like if you need to have a later game, do it on a weekend, you know? Yeah. You know what? We'll sit here and talk about scheduling all the time around the big bash and nothing will happen. So that's another can of worms that we don't want to open at the moment, but I get what you're saying. I get, you know, I'm completely on board with um, you being in the boat and um, yeah, it's, yeah. But the, 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 that, that whole scheduling side of things. Let's not get into that at the moment. But yeah, no, we've sticking, got, we you know, coming back to the Thunder, fifteen all out. Yeah. Tell me about it. So I was, yep. uh, I was watching yep. it without volume at the time because my son had just slept. I think, and I wasn't uh, even watching. I, I was, saw, I, was, I saw I was, a quick info that there were there was, was nine to for four to, or something. <laughs> I was and, keen to go to bed, and I'm like, I'll go to bed soon. I'll go to bed soon, and the. Shit, now the wickets fall. I can watch all of this. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what? I'll say this that it it is, even though cricket's a weird, weird game, as much as I love the sport, it is so hard. It is so difficult to get 15 in a game. I don't know cricket. how you do it. That's in, some in T20 International. It, it, it not not an international, but in T20 cricket, especially game. T, yeah, 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 especially. let's put let's put the fact aside that it was a professional game let's just talk about t20 (laughs) cricket that is so difficult to do to be all out for 15 thunder should get points for that couple of edges couple of edges here and there and and just one top edge and you are already at 20 
But the That's problem was every edge went to the keeper or slips. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the one boundary, well, the one boundary that they got was an inside so edge, and and it was just okay. I don't know. Top how, scored. It, I think, yeah, I was I was ex- <laughs> trying to explain to a couple of people at work who don't uh, follow cricket that much, but um, yeah. yeah, I was trying. I was just trying to say that this is a very rare occurrence. Like this is not even rare. This is almost the first time ever. It's a world record in men's T20s, but yeah, exactly. Especially, you know, in men's T20s, this has never happened before. Uh, Yeah, it was, I was like nine for four. I I was like, it was like 10 for five and then 11 for six. And I'm like, all right, do I need to, (laughs) I I, I, I pulled up my laptop. I opened it up. I put it on, I put it, put KO on and all like okay let's let's watch this and they just they just bowl out this credit to the Sydney Thunder they got the world talking about the big bash that's what I would say yeah. you know yeah yeah absolutely oh uh, it's been absolutely. a bad start for the Thunder it's been a, like one win three losses in the dumps at the moment but one thing I will say is that there's a but million that's, games that's left the Sydney Thunder there's a, mi- of, hold on, there's a million the games left so that's that's the big bash where there's a lot of games left and um the key is, I look at Adelaide Strikers last season. They were in a similar position halfway through. I think they had won one of five games or one of six games. It's easy to remember how bad the Strikers were this time last year. But yep. they won, I think, six of the last seven games. They nearly made the final. They lost because Hayden Kerr hit nearly a hundred against them in the in the in the uh, grand final qualifier. And then this season they've started like a house on fire. So you never know with the Thunder if they can get one win. <laughs> <laughs> and turn it around, but but yeah, it's uh, pretty sad at the moment for the Thunder. Um, speaking of teams who've impressed you, who is it? Been the Strikers, the Renegades are doing well. Who's I think, who's... I think our, our Renegades are doing well. Yeah, um, I've I'm, I've been impressed. I like by their them. bowling attack. Um, mm. playing good cricket certainly having Andrew Russell in there has has boosted their confidence and overall, you know. Made them a stronger side on paper and on the field as well. Yeah. Um, having Nick Madison in form, scored a eighteen in the in the opening game. So yeah. Um, you know, um, it was really really good to see them, um, perform well. Agreed. Although even though I'm a Stars supporter, um, you know, it's still, um. Um, interesting to see. I'm a star supporter. I work for Hurricanes, but um, <laughs> it's it's good to see Renegades doing well as well. And um, yeah. certainly Finch um, scored a fifty as well in in one of the games. So, yep. Don't know if he's done yet. Yet you know or, or not. And there's some. You said he'll see. He'll said he'll see how he feels it. after the big bash. So, you know, it's it's a weird one because if he does have a really good big bash, he might just say, "I'm going to give up international cricket anyway." So there's still that possibility, yep. and say, "I'm going to enjoy myself in the big bash in the future." So, yeah, see what happens there. But yeah, a, a long way to go in this big bash season. Um, you know, Renegades for me, Akil Hussain, great recruitment. He's a very good bowler, and he's been contributing with the bat as well. So, a couple of teams to keep an eye on. We'll see what happens in the coming uh, week before our next podcast episode. Nash, I think we'll end it there. Uh, plenty of cricket going on around the world. Um, and looking forward to the Boxing Day cricket, Australia, South Africa, Pakistan, New Zealand. See how that one goes, whether Pakistan can break their, their drought at home uh, post-Christmas. We'll see what happens there. 
Um, but you absolutely know, lots sure. lots to discuss in the next episode and yeah um, yeah for sure you know lots of big bash boxing day as you said India Bangladesh um lots of yeah. cricket to discuss in the in the new years as well and and also the uh, don't forget the IPL auction that's tomorrow so we'll, we'll, oh, we'll yes, talk about that we'll talk definitely. about that next week uh you know see who the team's picked up and what the squads are sort of looking like and then we'll we'll focus on that more in the new year as well so uh, lots absolutely. of cricket to come and um yeah look forward to it. and and Merry Christmas to you and your family merry christmas to you and merry christmas to all our thanks. listeners and yes. um have a happy new year and uh, a very happy holidays hope you know thanks, stay mate. safe and yep um eat lots of food and eat lots of chocolates and <laughs> let's let's have a really good new year's and enjoy the cricket that's being played all around the world absolutely merry christmas everyone happy new year we'll talk soon